Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. Hello and welcome to a special, uh, shorter episode of Active Quest. Uh, for this episode, uh, we're going to be doing um, our predictions for the Xbox Game Showcase. That is going to be on July 23rd at 12 noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. Uh, it's 11 a.m. Central. I don't know all the time zones, but it's, it's happened in the middle of the day on the 23rd. Uh, and joining me is uh, Chris. Chris, how are you doing today? I'm ready to talk some Xbox. Xbox. Let's go. Xbox Game Pass. Just all the uh-huh. Xbox goodness. Xcloud. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They bundled that into uh, Game Pass. That was a pretty... Ultimate. Yeah, that was a good Game decision. Ultimate. Yeah. Got my water here. Got my uh, Mario... Um, from the NES, the first one, it's like a little bottle I got from Target. I like it because it keeps drinks cold forever. <laughs> and it keeps them hot forever, too, but I don't really drink a lot of hot things. Um, so, yeah, so for this episode, we're going to be doing um, some predictions, and then we're also going to do um, kind of like our wish. Um, like, it might not get announced, so it's not like a prediction, but something that we would like to happen. Um, I've got five predictions and one wish. Chris, you're a little bit better at this than me, and you're usually right, so I get excited about it. I'm not usually right. <laughs> you're right. You're right pretty often, though. I mean, you've predicted some pretty big stuff. I remember I guess. when I was watching the PS5 thing, there was at least two things where I was like, oh, Chris was talking about that. Yeah. Yeah. So I have been right before, like, for example, the Final Fantasy VII remake, I just had a feeling that would happen at that E3. Mm-hmm. And then uh, it came to be, so that's cool. And then I also predicted uh, the Kingdom Hearts 2.8 collection as well. Mm. That was probably Dream a fun Drop thing Distance. to be right about. Uh, I was bang on. <laughs> so uh, I guess I do have a good history of this. But Xbox is less than my full tape. I'm giving it a go. Well, I'm hoping that at least a couple of them are right because you usually have pretty 
you've had some predictions where like Joseph will be like, mm, I don't know, like, you know, or I'll be like, whoa, or, or you know, like just because they're sometimes kind of like big and wild. But like, you know, usually the big and wild ones are are the ones I see come true. So hopefully you predict something cool, like a new Splinter Cell or something. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm just going to go ahead and start with my first one. This one I think is pretty likely, um, especially since I've heard Alana Pierce ta- uh, talking about it. Um, she was talking about it on uh, the first episode of Kind of Funny's uh, X-Cast. She was talking about how she'd had multiple Xbox employees tell her specifically because she's a fan of the series. Um, but yeah, yeah. Th- this prediction is a Fable reboot or just a new Fable. Uh, I specifically think it's going to be a reboot just because there's been so much time since Fable 3. I mean, Fable 3 was 2010, 2000, no, 2011. Yeah, you know, and then they so scrapped Legends. Yeah, and then Journey and the Connect wasn't very successful. So <laughs> I think it'll be a reboot. But I mean, I'm, I'm good with that because we still have Fable 1, 2, and 3. Those aren't those aren't taken away. They're backwards compatible. I like you know. 3. Oh, I do too. No, no, I do too. But like, yeah. I just think a reboot would be would be good, you know, just to kind of just kind of start yeah. a new story. It needs to branch out a bit because it, it was pretty linear in its game design. And I don't think... That's going to age very well in this yeah. current climate. Now, I think what happened is they didn't really know how to adapt the series as technology and what was possible yeah. changed. Because the first Fable didn't feel as small. You know, like, it just, I don't know, you know, that was back in 2004. It didn't feel as, you know, behind. It still felt kind of new and, and different. But then Fable 2 was like 2000. Eight, I think you know games kept growing and getting bigger and there were a lot more things that were possible and we started seeing more and more open world games and then Fable just kind of kept doing its thing so yeah I agree I would like to see more of an open world thing and I think it could be not only done but done well and I also want to see uh, more happen in terms of like multiplayer or at least just like connecting with other players worlds there was some of that in three and two but just i want to see that done better yeah co-op was a big thing for that game uh yeah. that series so i hope that comes back in some shape or um, form um but i do think it's pretty far away still i think it'd be like a vague tease um i think and this this might be kind of you're you're probably right but i i'm i'm I feel like there's a there's a possibility it could be a launch title, and the really? reason I say that is only because like that would be a really good game. I mean, yeah, if you had Fable and you had Halo, and then you had like one or two other big first party franchises, I mean, that would be a really good launch. And I think Xbox I think, needs to have a good launch. I think they need they want to sparse it out though. I think Halo Infinite by itself is um, just gonna just gonna fit that lineup. You know, I, I don't think it needs. Any other big AAA game for that um, system? I hope that like, they have other stuff though, because I want yeah, other yeah, people like to there buy could it. be smaller stuff too. Oh, I see. Um, okay. Yeah, but I, I think um, they're going to go the Switch route where mm, okay. uh, it launched with Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild, and, and then two months later we got Splatoon, and then Xbox is going to be Xbox's Breath of the Wild would be Halo Infinite if it's really, really fucking good. Right, and the way they've and it been has to be fucking teasing good. it, yeah, exactly, it has to be too. Um, I enjoyed five a lot. I definitely didn't like feel. I, th- I think my feelings were different <laughs> from a lot of people. I don't think it's like the best in the series, but I thought five was really good. Um, 
But I, it feels I think like a right. tired franchise. Like it, I think it needs a revamp of some kind, and the whole term Halo Infinite really feels like they're going for something new. Yeah, and they've said it's kind of a soft reboot. Like, I mean, the other games are still, you know, canon and still happen, yeah. but they're kind of trying to reboot the series a little bit. So it's going to be like God of War, hopefully. Yeah, that would be really exciting. I think too to see Halo be able to stand up, you know, next to next to the other huge first party series, you know, like God of War and stuff, because it, it used to. I, I don't think it's. I don't think it has since maybe since Reach. I, I love 4. I thought 4 was incredible. It's actually one of my favorites in the series. But I think the last time that Halo was like a cultural like phenomenon was, was like Reach or 3, 3 especially. But Reach was still pretty big too. Um, I was actually in college and Reach came out and like my entire floor like was playing Halo Reach the night it came out. It was it was really surreal. Um, so yeah, I think it's very likely. I think we are going to see a fable. Um, but yeah, uh, definitely... I could, I could see it being uh, something that comes out a few months later, but I, I, I could also see it being a launch title. I don't know. I'm, I'm yeah. hoping I'm hoping that it at least is within a year of the system releasing because I really want to play more Fable. Talking about launch titles, I think this is a sure thing. And uh, I think Psychonauts 2 will be a launch title. Yeah, I could see that. I, I think this is definitely going to happen um, because it seems like from the gameplay we've seen from uh, Double Fine recently, it seems pretty final. So, I I think that's due for a for a release in November. I could actually see them giving away the first game as a game with gold, um, between yeah. now and then too, because it's it's backwards compatible and you you know you can you can buy it. But or it's a pre pre order bonus. That would be. I love when they do that. On that subject, I get really excited when uh when you go to buy a new game and then there's like a pre order bonus is like, you know, an, an older game in the series or you know the previous game. That's just such a cool thing. Yeah. I think the last time I had something like that happen was Uncharted Lost Legacy. With my pre-order, I got a, a copy of the, the PS4 version of Jack and Daxter, which was kind of like, I mean, obviously I get the connection with it being Naughty Dog, but it was just kind of weird because the games were so different. But it was still really, you know, really exciting getting a free game for, you know, mm-hmm. pre-ordering a game I was going to buy anyway. Um, so what's your what's your first prediction? Oh, that that was Psychonauts too. Was oh, mine, okay. but I'll, I thought I'll talk you were about just, another one. You're so good um, at predictions. I thought you were just like off the cuff on that one. No, nah. um, Banjo will return in some shape or form. I very strongly want that to happen, and I, and I think you're right. Um, because I, I think Microsoft is listening to their fans, mm-hmm. and I think a Banjo and Kazooie three game would blow the internet away. And I think that's what Xbox needs right now. They need something to blow people away with. Um, Last of Us Part 2 is one of them. Ghost of Tsushima is one of them for, for PlayStation. But th- there hasn't been like this big title, um, that fans have really wanted on Xbox, you know? And I think that's one of those legend, legendary games that has ceased to exist, like a Final Fantasy VII remake or something, you know? Mm-hmm. I, I yeah. think that would make people go fucking nuts. And a giant, um, triple a you know 3d platformer like that that would i mean that's we don't see enough of those i don't think mm-hmm. so like that would not that would not only be exciting for for banjo fans it, or but also just fans of the genre in general too and i and once again i'm saying super lucky tales uh developer is probably going to be working on this game i could see that and I, I played a probably like four or five hours of super lucky's tale and i thought it was pretty good especially for like a 20 dollar game you know it was competently made it was fun it was pretty but with that microsoft budget yeah 
That's what I'm thinking. With yeah. Rare's help, probably. That that would be really cool if if Rare was like a consultant, like if they you know needed information, ideas, yeah. like anything like that would be great. Because it seems they're still uh, passionate about the series. Like for example, with Super Smash Brothers, um, Sak- the the um, director of the game Masahiro Sakurai, he said that Rare was really easy to work with, and they were happy to help with the development process. Right, so. I honestly think there's that passion there, and mm-hmm. I think Microsoft's going to go for it and make a new one. That makes such a splash. And I could also see them giving those away for free. I mean, they're on Rare Replay, and I think that's been given away for free before. I think it was a mixed pot reward one year, but I, I could see them giving those away as a pre-order bonus or you know, a game with gold or something in the meantime, too, to generate excitement. And that's mm-hmm. the thing, too, with them owning Rare. I mean, it's kind of odd that they haven't really been utilizing that vault of ips because they've I mean, they've made so many beloved you know games like it's just so weird to me that we that we haven't seen that before but hopefully with phil spencer you know we you know kind of running things we see more of that because i would also like to see sequels to other you know rare ips too like i would be so excited if we got a new viva pinata like yeah. i don't know why we haven't had a new viva pinata in, in so long those games are really popular people love those games they've resonated with so many people um, yeah, I, I just think maybe they Microsoft can't find a developer for those games now that Res completely changed from its initial kind of like um, staff. Yeah, yeah. They, I don't know. If if they had made because Microsoft, of course, you know, in twenty twenty is much different from Microsoft and like made those fucking Connects games. <laughs> yeah, twenty twelve, twenty thirteen. Uh, a lot, a lot of, lot of different, um, much different attitude in Xbox now, and I. Yeah. Because of that, they kind of lost a lot of rare employees. I'm sure over the years. I know a lot of them quit when you know when within the first year or so of Microsoft acquiring them. So that's kind of a shame because it would be a lot easier for them to get sequels to these games made if the same people yeah. are still around. So what's your next uh, prediction? So I think we're, this one's pretty safe too. See, mine aren't as mine aren't as exciting as yours. Uh, I think we're gonna get Halo Infinite gameplay, and I think we're also gonna get a release date. Yeah. I think we're probably well, we going to see it's like a good release. It's going to be. Footage too. Uh, I think the release date will come in hand in hand with the Xbox One, uh, oh Xbox Series X release date. I was thinking that at first, but then I could also see that not being the case because of uh, they could use it to push smart delivery and Game Pass. You know, I like don't. It, I don't know. I think they'd want to make a splash with at the Xbox Series X with. Halo, they kind of that's like, a good point. Yeah, because hand. they have they did. Phil Spencer did recently say that they they basically he said they fucked up last time because they you know Halo should launch with you know the system. Yeah, which, the original Xbox launched with the system, so I guess there's that there's that kind of no, like nostalgia play with it too. Yeah, and then Halo Three didn't come out with the 360, but it was it was like within the first year or so, so it was it was still pretty. It was much faster than Halo Five came out, but yeah, I I do agree with that statement. I think. Halo is just kind of tied to Xbox. I mean, Halo is, is is as close to Xbox as like Naughty Dog is to PlayStation. I know that's you know game and, yeah. and developer, but like it's just a really important part of that that you know brand. The funny thing is, it used to be a Mac game before Xbox. Yeah, yeah, and it wasn't even going to be a shooter at first. At first, it was closer to like a real time strategy <laughs> kind of game. Wow. Yeah, it went through it went through so many changes. Wow. Um. So, what's your next prediction? Uh... I okay. Let's pick this one. Uh, Dragon's Dogma Two gets shown. 
just because um, the Devil May Cry 5 director um, expressed interest in making it. And mm-hmm. also, if you look at Capcom's lineup, there's not much that has been uh, announced for next gen yet. We just have Resident Evil um, 8 mm-hmm. and that um, Pragmata game. So it's a big gap that True. we don't know about. And that it's like a two year gap. Too for yeah. So, yeah, yeah. That Netflix thing that you mentioned that's coming out in August. And now Dragon's Dogma 2, you know, with uh, Xbox. I, I think that would, that, I think that would be a slam dunk for third party uh, reveal. Do you think that would be like an exclusive or? Could be an exclusive. Uh, like Street Fighter 5, for example. That was PlayStation exclusive. So True, I think, yeah. um, and they had, Capcom have a relationship with uh, Microsoft as well because they remember Dead Rising, uh, three, I think it was. I think that was an Xbox One launch title. So yeah. it makes sense if Dragon's Dogma 2 follows, follows suit. And also, uh, the demo for Double May Cry 5 came out like a month early on Xbox. Yeah. And yeah, there's probably, there's probably some, I'm sure, yeah, they do have a relationship. Um, mm-hmm. Okay, so my next prediction is I don't think we're going to get a release date. I don't think it's going to be anything concrete, but I think we'll get a teaser for what the initiative's working on. I think it's still years away, but I think they'll probably tease what they're working on. Rumors are saying it could be a perfect dark game. Dark, I've heard that too, game. and I think that could be really cool. That, that could be really great. Yeah, like, um, like an Uncharted kind of feel to it. Third person. Yeah. Like, maybe closer to Tomb Raider, perhaps, but in, like, a spy kind of world. Yeah, spy, that'd be, that'd be spy stuff, science fiction tossed in. That could be really, really cool. And what better way to bring back an IP, you know, compared to Perfect Dark Zero, which I know <laughs> has its fans, but, like, that game didn't get the, the budget and love it, you know, deserved for a Perfect Dark sequel. Well, prequel, but, yeah, you know, new game mm-hmm. in the series. So, Do, um, do you want to move on to another Rare game? Yeah. I think Killer Instinct 2 will be announced and uh, will be a launch title. Yeah, I could see that. And the the first game was pretty popular once they ditched yeah. the, uh, the, the, the... I forgot the specifics, but the DLC method wasn't... The way the DLC was being handled wasn't popular at first, and they there was some issues with that. But once they kind of changed pricing and things like that, I remember that game got pretty popular. Yeah, and I think I think it could come back to Xbox Series X because that game, the original game, was supported for years, right? Mm-hmm. So, and yeah. Xbox kind of needs like a fighting game, so that would fit that hole right there. Yeah, I agreed. Yeah, and I could see that absolutely being a launch title, especially since they don't need as many resources probably for a fighting game. So I'm sure they would have had time to, you know, get that finished between now and a few years ago. Uh, So my next prediction is I think they're going to announce a new Splinter Cell. I don't think it's going to be an exclusive or anything, but I think that's what they're going to, I think it'll get announced. I I think it'd be an exclusive. Interesting. Uh, Because it kind of has a history on Xbox. Um, uh, It's more of a niche title, you know? And they haven't, and like, uh, Conviction, I think it was called. I think it was in like 2012, 2013. Mm-hmm. Um, that was an Xbox exclusive, actually. Uh, Xbox and PC. And it never came to PS3. So, um, I, I think there's a possibility that it could be an exclusive for Xbox and that'd be a good get for them. Especially since Ubisoft seems more reluctant to really 
do much with the franchise, so I could see Xbox like you know, okay, we'll we'll pay for it, you know. And or I, I think it's it. a thing. I, I think it's definitely going to be a thing. Um, what well, my theory right now, I just thought of this. Um, Walmart Canada had a listing up for Splinter Cell, right? But perhaps um, plans changed as Microsoft presented the deal to Ubisoft. That's my, that's my thoughts. Yeah, <laughs> and I, I could see that too. I could see that. Yeah, it could be like maybe Ubisoft was planning to showcase Splinter Cell as uh, I think some rumors suggested, right? Um, so I'm thinking maybe that was like that watchdogs kind of like moment for Ubisoft. You, you know what I mean? Where like they showcase next gen tech without mentioning what kind of platform it would be on. Right. Yeah, I could, I could definitely see that. And I would be excited to, to play new Splinter Cell. I could also see it being a reboot just because the series has been dormant for so long. I could see them just wanting to make a fresh, you know, just a fresh new game. I've uh, also heard it's the final game in the series. Oh, okay. So not a reboot, but like a finale, like a, the, the last... The finale, yes. Hmm. Interesting. And you can play a bunch of them on Xbox, too, because I believe they're all backwards compatible, including the uh, two that were on the original Xbox, uh, the first one, and then Chaos Theory. So that would be an interesting way for them to kind of sell it too. Like, you know, you can play them all right now. Like they could give them away for free or at least some of them for free or put them on, you know, on sale. Yeah, I'd, you know. I'd like to play um, Spencer Conviction. That'd be fun. I think, no, 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 it was Blacklist. I was going to say, I thought that was, I think that was free a few months ago on Gold. Blacklist was, Blacklist. was multi-platform, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, if you ever do want to, and if you get a Series X, um, they are all backwards compatible on Xbox One, and they've already said everything that plays on the One will play on Series X, so you could play them all on there. Um, so what's your next prediction? Okay, um, I've got two left, so I'll zip through them. Um, I think Batman, the Batman game, gets a teaser, and it'll be sh- that, and it will say, um, it'll, more will be shown at the DC Fandom event. Okay, so just like a reveal. A reveal trailer, yeah, but okay. they'll say gameplay coming at our event. Okay, interesting. Yeah, and uh, then, that's interesting too because people were thinking that was going to get shown off at the PlayStation one, but then like there was nothing, like they, like nothing got talked about or announced at all. It kind of came and went. So yeah. this would have to be when it gets announced, right? I mean, could be, or they could just wait until the DC thing, the would DC be fandom. Really cool. That'd be a cool thing to end on too. It'd be a good way to advertise their upcoming event, too, because people are going to be uh, watching that if they know that Batman's going to show up there. Oh, true, true, yeah. And my next one is another WB game, is the Harry Potter RPG that I've been uh, hearing about. I think that will get shown uh, at the Xbox event, because it's not associated with DC in any way. So I think that could definitely get a spotlight. At the Xbox event. I hope so. I've I've been thinking about that game <laughs> since they, you know, since it leaked like that because yeah, I, I really like the Harry Potter universe and like that that game looked like it was going to be, you know, a really cool gameplay style, you know, in yeah. that world. I just hope that J.K. Rowling stuff hasn't um, delayed it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Hopefully, they just make it so you. Um, so you can have a gender fluid character just to piss her off, and they donate money to the Trevor Project or something. <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, I don't know if they'll do that. That'd be a good way to counter it. So um, that's all. That's all my predictions. Oh, oh actually, there's one more. Um, Battletoads gets a release date. How cool would it be? I know this. This might not happen, but how cool would it be if it got released the day that day? I think it could happen. I mean, that's not a big enough game where you know they're not going. They're not going to do months and months of marketing necessarily. You no, know, they're they not going to drop, drop release Halo, but they could drop yeah. release Battletoads. Yeah, for sure. Um, I heard Alana Pierce talking about that on uh, Kind of Funny's Xcast, and she was saying that they had to actually remove her from the uh, event that there was a playable demo at because like <laughs> yeah, it was yeah, over. Just they were like, you're, "You're done. <laughs> you got to go." But yeah, she said it was really fun, and we haven't seen a lot of footage of it. But what what I have seen looks like it'd be like almost like the next Castle Crashers in terms of you know multiplayer, you know, like fun, local or online. Mm-hmm. They would really be dropping the ball if that game doesn't have local co-op. I'm sure it will, but... Uh, I think it would, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I've got one more. Um, I, okay. We got a teaser for Everwild. I think we'll get gameplay and a release date and, like, you know, here's what the game's actually about instead of just here's what it looks like. So I think we'll get details, release date, and uh, gameplay for uh, Everwild. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm not too fond of that one so far, so I hope that um, impresses me in some shape or fashion yeah i mean it didn't yeah it didn't it didn't it, they didn't really show too much yet so i i kind of wish they just hadn't revealed it yet because the reveal basically just showed like grass and some animals <sighs> yeah you that's know, not how but... you reveal anything um also i hope they don't show any cg cutscenes or cg trailers because i'm so fed up with those that's one reason i don't really like watching ubisoft events they didn't do it too much at this one but like there's been ubisoft events you know like footage in the past where it's just like okay this isn't the game why are you showing this i don't think they're gonna do that no this low this time because when they did that third party um live stream they said oh it's gonna be mostly gameplay but uh oh yeah nine percent yeah, of it was like cg yeah yeah i i and i hope that's the case because people game. people don't i mean okay those, look here's my thing with those um, CG is totally fine for commercials. Like when you're advertising the game on TV or whatever. Yeah. Or are you like, I, I'm fine with that. I want a cool artistic, you know, CG trailer or at least I'm, I'm open to the idea. Like we've had some really cool trailers like that, but I don't want that to be the way the game's revealed at E3 or, you know, a nah. platform event. And that's the problem with those. They put them in the wrong spot. If you put if, like, cause I've seen those before when I'm at the gym or something, that's, that's the place for that to be, you know, the, I, I'm okay with that being like, hey, here's this game coming out, here's the kind of attitude and vibe it's got, that's totally fine, but yeah, whenever they show those at a conference, it's just, it, it pisses everybody off, so I don't know why they keep doing it, but it keeps happening. Um, I've got one wish, um, I want them to do a Banjo-Kazooie reboot. Yeah, I think that could happen. I think they could do three and a reboot, but I mean, I'd be okay with them just doing three, but I just mean, I don't think that that could be necessarily mutually exclusive. They could be doing, you know, yeah, they, they could do like a, 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 a third game and it could be in the graphical style of, um, you know, one and two on the N64 and then they could do a kind of a reboot. I think they could do that for sure. But like, if they don't do anything Banjo and Kazooie, um, during this event or the first, during the first year of Xbox Series X, I think they're incredibly stupid. Honestly. Yeah. Well, it's, it's foolish for them to not use these. I mean, the, the amount of IPs yeah. Rares has that are like, 
not not only do they own a lot of IPs uh, through Rare, but on top of that, a lot of them are really popular ones. People have been begging for a new game for years. Yeah. Um, like, yeah, I've not had a proper Banjo-Kazooie game since the fucking N64. Yeah, and whenever people say nuts and bolts, I just tell them to be quiet, because uh, that's not a that Banjo-Kazooie game. That intro is insulting, and I'm not even a fan of the series. Yeah. Nuts and bolts could have been fine, I guess, as like a non- banjo game but as a banjo game it was just a spit in the face but here's the thing what they did was they planted you in the world as banjo like as a fat banjo and then you were moving around the world um like a typical banjo and kazooie game and then they just stop you and this this computer thing just tells you no that's not what kids want these days they want um race cars and uh, building and I don't know. It was just really offensive, I think, mm-hmm. for a lot of people. Um, especially like after Microsoft just bought Rare, that's kind of like a slap in the face for them, really. Up um, until Sea of Thieves, like up until that game, it was like, why did they buy Rare? You know, yeah. like every single time Rare did something, I was like, why did you guys buy them? I still think the reason that they were making Connect games is because they were locked in some basement because Microsoft was pissed about uh, Grab by the Ghoulies. Because they bought Rare, and then, you know, that was a huge investment. They were probably like, okay, here we go. We're going to get a really good game. And then Grab by the Ghoulies is, uh, I'm going to use a British word. The game is bollocks. Yeah. Did I use that word right? Yes, you did. Okay. Congrats. That game, I was so excited for that game, and then it came out, and it was was rubbish. Do you, do you have any uh, anything that you we might not necessarily see, but you're hoping to see slash would here, like to yeah, see? Yeah, here here are my wishes. I have I have quite a few here. Um, a Shonen Jump crossover fighting game from Arc System Works, like Dragon Ball Z, uh, Dragon Ball Fighters. That would hmm. be incredible. To see really cool, yeah. Seeing that anime art style with all those different characters and having them fight together. That'd be so like a jump for a sequel or just like just that idea a proper but done 2d fighting game oh 2d okay yeah not one of those fucking arena fighters get that shit out of here i don't like those and i don't is there an audience for like are those it doesn't seem like people i've never no. talked to somebody that likes those Do, are those games people like I guess there's like a subsection of them, but they've been doing that since like 2006. I like uh, Power Stone. I think it was in the Dreamcast. That was cool. I like I like that kind of arena. I don't think I don't even know if that's an arena fighter, but you know, it's like a small environment. Mm -hmm. That was that that was neat. But I don't like it when it's the same scope and size as Jump Force. Yeah, Jump Force was just a mistake. (laughs) But I I hope. they, Arc System Works or something cooking. Now, do you think that would be a third party, or do you think that would be an, an Xbox PC exclusive? That'd be a third party thing. That's something I meant to ask, too, um, earlier in the, show, in the episode, but I forgot to ask. How many, uh, what do you think the ratio is going to be for third party and first party? I'm thinking probably 75% first party. You read my mind. Third. Yeah. That's what you're thinking, too. Okay. I'm thinking that, too. Yeah. I think I think, I think, I think a quarter of it will be just dedicated to Halo. How, how much of it do you think it'll be Halo? Like 15 like minutes. 15 minutes out of... Well, there's an hour 60. pre-show, and then there's an hour sh- show, so... Do you think we're going to get anything too big during the pre-show? Because Jeff Keighley said it was going to be an hour, and they're announcing games. Uh, I think we're going to get a lot of good indies. Um, mm-hmm. We could see 
Oh, what's that game called? Um, oh, Spelunky. Spelunky 2. That Something would like be that. a really exciting time to announce that, yeah. Um, but we, we could see a bunch of different indies that have made a mark. We could see a Cuphead. Um, uh, that DLC. That I still has... think your prediction's right on that, too. I think that DLC probably got turned into a new game. I think that DLC got turned into Cuphead too, and I think that could actually be something we see too, uh, during the Xbox event. Um, and also I think it would be smart for Microsoft to, to buy them as a studio. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't yet. Like, I mean, I know Cuphead was really successful for them, yeah. and people love that game. Like, I, I've heard people that don't even really play a lot of games talk about that game. And there's a yeah. Netflix show coming. I mean, it just seems like a really thing, a really good thing for them to buy. MDHR, yeah, MDHR, they, they, they should buy them, yeah. So, uh, what are your other, uh, wishes? Uh, of course I've got to mention this, I, I want a Kingdom Hearts follow-up announced that isn't Melody of Memory, like, a, a full... Did you see them announcing that during an Xbox show, though? Um, like, uh, they, they had a lot of Kingdom Hearts 3 trailers during the Xbox, uh, That's true, events. yeah, okay. So I, I, and that was a bunch of new stuff as well, like the Winnie the Pooh section, or uh, I think they've shown other worlds too during Microsoft's events. So I, I think that that could be possible. Um, but here's the, here's, here's just a huge wish that is never going to happen. I think there's going to be like a remake of a Square Enix game funded by Microsoft, like Sony with Final Fantasy VII remake. It could be like, uh, Chrono Trigger, it could be Kingdom Hearts, it could oh be, God, uh, be another so cool. Final Fantasy title. Like, what if, like, Final Fantasy IX, what, uh, a remake of that, uh, was exclusive to Microsoft? I mean, that's, that's possible. I mean, Xbox has money. Microsoft's got money. <laughs> they could <laughs> yeah. have seen how successful Final Fantasy VII Remake was and been like, you know what? Let's get, let's get us a year exclusive, timed exclusive for a, you know, Chrono Trigger remake or something. I could, I could see that happening. Yeah. I guess that's a, Big loss for Microsoft not having Final Fantasy VII remake. Oh, it's coming to Xbox in, in yeah. the spring. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah. Like yeah. that has even been officially announced yet. You know, so there's like a year of PlayStation enjoying that, yeah. while Xbox hasn't got anything out of it. And yeah. that's that's a lot of. I mean, the, the, I I know like several people that bought a PlayStation Four for that game. Yeah. Some of the people didn't have a system yet, and some people did have an Xbox or a Switch, but I know several people that went, well, I guess I'm buying a PS4. Like, yeah, I get uh, people would buy an Xbox for Chrono Trigger or uh, a big uh, uh, Square Enix RPG that has been loved. Like, if they remade the original Kingdom Hearts, I would buy an Xbox Series X in a heartbeat, you know? <laughs> yeah. I never even thought about, like, that's... Okay, so... That's... I don't think it's happening. Uh, no, this no, isn't a prediction. You, I'll just let you, you did know. You raise but... a really good uh, point, though, in that like we could we could see like a Final Fantasy VII remake kind of effect. We could see Square Enix and other developers go, "Huh, what what older RPGs do we have that are you yeah. know twenty plus years old that we could we could you know kind of remake in the same vein as Final Fantasy VII remake?" Like that game was really successful. So it was, yeah. I mean, if they remade with you multiple know, parts. <laughs> so it's going to be even more successful. Be, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be but, that. That could be an episode itself. What JRPGs we'd like to see, you know, get remade in that way. We should do that sometime. Yeah. Um. I. I. I do think that Butthurt probably have a Final Fantasy VII remake. So I think they'd want a piece of that pie for themselves. 
Yeah, that would be good. And then um, I'm going to throw a wish out there. I know this isn't going to happen, but I feel like this whenever there's a PlayStation or Xbox conference, like e- <laughs> either one of them. I always wish that one of them will announce they bought Metroid from Nintendo. <laughs> That's just because I want Metroid games to get made. Nintendo doesn't seem as interested in that. Do you think Nintendo could do a collaboration with Microsoft? Uh, I could see that happening. Um, I just don't know um, what the size of it could be. Like, I don't think they would do it with Mario or Zelda, no. you know, or, you know, something like that. But I could see them doing like, um, I don't know, like one of their, mm, like, like Star Fox or. Or Metroid uh, Prime, Metroid Prime, or like Pikmin, like you know, like like the 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 the, the Nintendo first part IPs that are like not like in their top like you know like five or you know like the top handful of Nintendo exclusives. Like we're not going to see it with Animal Crossing or Mario or Zelda, no. but I could see that with something like a little bit lower on the uh, like the ranking in Nintendo's like you know echelon. Yeah, yeah. Um, Metroid Prime 4, I think, seems like it'd be the most likely... It just sounds ludicrous still, though, you know? It does, like, we've it seen, does. We've seen Microsoft release their stuff on Switch, but I don't think that's a mutual um, kind of, like, connection there. Which um, I wish it was. I, I wish same. that... I mean, just for example, like, if they, it, like a Super Mario 64, like, cleaned or up... Or Eternal port, Darkness like, game. Yeah, that... Like, that one would be the perfect one because Nintendo could market the fuck out of that on Xbox without being worried about, you know, putting scary ass shit, yeah. you know, on the Have home Microsoft page of the pay for it and then bring it to the Switch. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that would well, be an F Zero game. But if like, but... if they're like, yeah, we don't want to make F Zero, but if you want to pay for it, you know, and, See, and that we can would have be... as on the Switch. Yeah, and that would be a real that that would be a partnership I'd be interested in seeing. Still sounds fucking crazy, and it it's does. a dream and it's a wish. But but if it were to happen, it would be with Xbox and not PlayStation, just because they've oh, yeah. already been getting along better than PlayStation and Nintendo. Well, oh, so, I don't yeah. I don't blame PlayStation. Nintendo kind of like kicked him in the curve. True. Yeah. Like, kind of, kind of karma there that they have never been able to <laughs> get over. I guess. Yeah. Um, do you have any other, um, big wishes or big wants that you're hoping? Got one more. Could... Okay. I want to see, uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 again. Now, that's interesting because normally I would say that that would be announced for, you know, at a Ubisoft event, but I could actually see that being a thing where it's a timed exclusive in the same vein as Final Fantasy VII Remake. Because it's niche and it needs a budget. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Because the game will sell, but it's a big risk for Ubisoft because the amount of money they're putting into it based on what we've seen so far. But will it sell? Because the last one sold like shit. It's, yeah, but I mean, it's it's kind of developed like a cult kind of status now, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, but I, I don't think like with the scale, it doesn't justify the that budget, scale though. they're looking for. Exactly. I don't think. Yeah, yeah, it's not going to do Final Fantasy VII numbers, but that the the graphics that we saw when they revealed it, I mean, that looked like <laughs> a next. That's the next gen game. Yeah, and the the budget looked like it must have been massive. So I I could see that. I'm I'm normally against timed exclusives, but sometimes I'm okay with them when it looks like okay. That if they can look- make it happen. Exactly. Yeah, I'm cool with it for sure. Um, I wasn't really thrilled about it for Rise of the Tomb Raider on Xbox, and that's coming from yeah, that was that was lame because they didn't need that. 
And I don't like it when PlayStation does it with uh, Call of Duty. I didn't like it when Xbox did it with Call of Duty last gen. Um, but like for a more kind of potentially risky game where you can tell they don't want to throw in all that money just to potentially like, uh, lose it. Like Final like Fantasy Like a Bayonetta 2 for Nintendo Switch. Exactly. Yeah. Like, And some people were upset and wanted that to get ported to PlayStation. But every single time they would tweet that at the developer... Well, every single time the developer responded, which wasn't every tweet, but I saw a few tweets where they would respond and say, Nintendo financed the game. Like, they, that game would not have happened. You know, just it wouldn't have because yeah. Nintendo financed it. So, so yeah, in those we, instances, yeah. I'm totally okay with it. But, um, yeah, and this would be another instance. I, I, I would be okay with that being a timed exclusive for a while because Beyond Good and Evil 2 isn't going to do Assassin's Creed and Far Cry numbers, but it looks like they're doing an Assassin's Creed Far Cry budget on it. Mm. And or at I, least I just, trying to, and that would explain the delays and the silence too. Yeah, you know, those backdoor shady deals to quote easy allies. <laughs> <laughs> um, so one wild prediction that I just thought I don't think is very likely, but I could see it happening in the future. I just don't know if they'll announce it now. I think that Xbox is uh, soon. I don't know how soon. But I, I think Xbox is going to uh, make it um, so that online play isn't um, tied into anything in the future. Yeah, I, 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 I've I think they're going to rely on Xbox and Game like Pass, that. and I think that eventually. I don't know if they're going to announce it now, but I think it's possible. But I think definitely eventually um, they're going to make it so. Hey, we're making so much fucking money off Game Pass and and X Cloud and you know this and that that I, I could see them just you know. You can play for free on Xbox, and then they're gonna tout the power of the you know servers, and it's the best experience, and it's free. I well, can, just I tie it into Xbox Game Pass Ultimate. Well, see that 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 is fifteen dollars a month, as opposed to if you get a year subscription of Gold, it's five a month. But it, it so, seems like they want to get those subscriptions at fifteen dollars. But, but I think uh, what they with might the X Cloud is... stuff being tied into um, Xbox um, Game Pass Ultimate, I think that's going to be the bug standard. And I think everything, uh, like the online, the X Cloud, the Game Pass, I think that's all going to be in, wrapped in one to make it less complicated for people. Yeah, I, I I think that's possible. I could also see them just like 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 I said, just making it so you don't have to have anything to pay to, to play online, and then advertising the shit out of Game Pass. That way, people don't have a choice. It's yeah. either no subscription or just that subscription. But yeah, I do think we're going to see them doubling down more on Game Pass Ultimate as as time goes on, especially with them throwing X Cloud into it and whatnot. But basically, but, uh, my my overall dream um, is that Microsoft bring back defunct franchises that need a second chance. Mm-hmm. Um, one, uh, one I'd like to see back come back. And I haven't played the series, but I'd like to play Power Stone again. Like I, I would love to play a new Power Stone game for the first time. Yeah, that was a really good game. That was Dreamcast, right? <laughs> think so. Yeah, I think it was Dreamcast. I didn't yeah. play a lot of it. I, I mostly saw like friends playing it, but I I did play a little bit, and that was a really fun game. That'd be a cool way to see that come back. Um, I like that you mentioned the indies during the first the, you know, the pre-show. I definitely think you're right too. I think we'll see a lot of indies announced. Yeah, yeah. I, I just can't think of any on the top of my head uh, that could show up. Like, I don't know what the Behemoth is making, but I could see like Castle Crashes two or Super Meat Boy Forever show up. You know, um, from yeah. Team Meat. 
Yeah. That's 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 a big possibility, especially since they, you know, uh, Super Meat Boy, you know, the, the first one was, you know, an Xbox exclusive for a while. And, and that's supposed to come out this year. So, yeah, the, they do have a bad history of Xbox, though, because during the launch day or something, uh, Super Meat Boy wasn't showing up on the store when they worked yeah, so hard for that yeah, to happen. I remember, yeah, I remember seeing that indie game, the movie. Yeah. They didn't have a very good time with Microsoft when they, that was happening, but... Maybe, maybe they might better fix now. that. Yeah. yeah, Phil seems like he's a lot better than <laughs> all the previous Xbox uh, hey, leadership. Hey, we're, we're good now. We'll, we'll treat you right. Don't worry. The, My name's Phil Spencer. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox Game Pass. We'll play on there, and you'll get a lot of money for it. <laughs> so this has been our uh, predictions and uh, our um, kind of wish episode. Uh, don't forget to tune in to the uh, conference, which is on July 23rd. Um, 12 noon Eastern, uh, 9 a.m. Pacific, and um, I think it's going to be a pretty good show. There's also an hour pre-show before that. Um, they haven't hyped that one up as much, but Jeff Keighley did mention that there's going to be some game announcements, so that'll probably be worth checking out as well. And I think one thing we can all agree on is it'll probably be better than Nintendo Direct. That just happened. <laughs> yeah. And if Hopefully. it's not, Xbox is in a lot of trouble. Yeah, they are. Um, yeah. But yeah, and then don't forget to uh, check out um, our uh, next episode, which will be um, airing the following Monday. We'll definitely be kind of talking about our thoughts on the show. And I know that I'm a big Xbox fan, but I'm also, I have no, no reservations with saying they fucked up if they do. So um, <laughs> expect to hear a really positive or really uh, negative <laughs> uh, analysis they could on that. Really, they could really fuck this up. They could. Like, I just really hope they up. don't. Yeah. If if they do, then it's 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 pretty much over for them. I, I think. Yeah, they need they need to get out of the business, the console business. They've been earning a they, lot of goodwill over the last yeah. few years. They've done a lot of really good stuff, but this is the time to 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 do something. They can't they can't fuck this up because the first party lineup on the Xbox One during the last two or three years has been pretty bad. Yeah, I think the only game that I think can stand close. To PlayStation's first party output, I say close, not next to, but close would be Quantum Break and Gears 5. Yeah. I don't think any of the other, um, and, and I'm not saying there hasn't been any other good, Cuphead. you know, games. Yeah, Cuphead. Um, but other than that, I mean, we've seen a lot of really good first party. I mean, you know, like Halo Wars 2 was good. Halo 5 they, they was They need good. to be outstanding. Exactly. And I know that's a really <laughs> tough precedent <laughs> to set for any developer, but I, I think... If you're a first-party studio, you really need the backing. Of, yeah, and there's like, no reason they can't. I mean, they used to do it. The 360 had, you know, plenty of really great, you know, first-party games. So there's no reason they can't do that again. Um, I didn't mention this during during the uh, during the the wishes, but I uh, just remembered I do want a new Crimson Skies, and I could see them doing yeah. new Crimson Skies as well. Maybe. Uh, we haven't seen that in like probably like <laughs> almost 20 years at this point, but that would be really cool. Um, but yeah, thank you for listening. Um, you can uh, listen to our regular episodes on Mondays. This one just aired out of sequence because we wanted to kind of talk a little bit about the Xbox show before it happened um, and uh, what we're excited about and what we're uh, hoping to see. Uh, thanks for joining me, Chris. Uh, this was no fun. Problem. And I'm hoping that your predictions come true because I loved all of them. 
Yeah, yeah, it would be fun if they come true. Like, my predictions come with a bit of optimism with it, and, you know, maybe that's a bad thing. <laughs> I don't know. It's pretty cool, though, when you're big. Oh, there's no way that's going to happen. Prediction ends up being, like, the one that happens, you know? Yeah, I've got, I love doing these predictions episodes because when I'm actually watching it and it comes true, I fucking lose my shit. <laughs> like, I have written slash verbal proof yep. that this happened. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll be working when the show is airing, but I'll be watching and, uh, no. you know, messaging you and Joseph. So I'm looking forward to getting to talk to you about it as it's happening. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, thanks for joining us and, uh, we'll see you guys next episode. Bye. Right, bye.